But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But bro, where's the banjo? Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes, but only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the Ham Boys, Fatty, Fatty. and Big Fry. And Big Fry. I'm just dancing here in the background. Sure, you got to see it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. I am always here with my big fella, Big Bry. Yo, what's up? And Sherry is back with us this week. What's going on, Sherry? Um, not a whole lot. <laughs> I have stories. For uh, we got to apologize to Eric because we did not hit our mark of 7:05 start time. Well, he's uh, you know well, he's you a know, veteran. I, he's very punctual. He he said he goes. I hate when people are late, and I was like, you know something? It's the way our show is. So we have a few minutes here, or there. Evan it's going how we roll. All right. So this episode of Legal Him the Face, we are going to get into the right hand hurt around the baseball field. We're going to get into a little bit of Joe Thomas Hall of Fame game. We are going to get into the Sunday night football rankum list, which I have got a huge beef with. Uh, we're going to get into the game. Is it on the move in the Big Ten realignment that has been going on? We will get into the Browns news and rosters update. We'll get into Fat Boy Tuesday, which is grilling, because Sherry is back to do grilling with us. And then finally, to top it off, we will do our top three favorite items to put on a grill. So come on in. Let's do it. Our show is brought to you by Lake Erie, APA, and Harold Keel. Everybody is in Vegas right now for the Vegas tournament, Bri. So if you want okay. to play Lake Erie APA, get a hold of us here at Legal Ham or get a hold of Harold Keel at LakeErieAPA.com. All right. And then also City Dogs of Cleveland, which we will have our trivia here. Trivia this week is brought to you by Big Bri. He's <laughs> going to put me on the test here. We got oh, Also, we got a little um, Browns training camp update with Sherry. Sherry went yesterday and got some autographs and some pictures. She was supposed to ask some ham questions while she was there, and I don't know what happened. We're about to find out here a little bit later. But as we always start our show, we got to start our show out with some shout-outs. Bride, do you have any shout-outs this week? Oh, let's see. I'm sure I have a few. Um, well, I guess I'm sure my wife is listening because she listens to every show, obviously. Um, uh, we celebrate our fifth anniversary, so shout-out to her. Um for putting up with five plus years of me and uh that's five plus seasons of terrible browns football well we have one good year um so she's starting to understand why i'm the way i am even though uh yeah i don't want to make a, a terrible analogy about an animal or something but uh yeah the browns have not been good to us over the years so we'll just say that um so yeah much love to her and uh putting up with, with me and um, the only other one I was thinking of was, uh, 
on Thursday night, we had Jim Donovan back in the booth, and uh, I heard an interview with him last week, and he said that he is now in remission with his leukemia, and so that is fantastic news. That's the best news that we could uh, could have ever wanted for him and for his family, and so we just continue pray for him and uh, his continued speedy recovery, and um, you know, hopefully he's got the worst of it behind him. Oh, Eric, that is amazing. I've been married 19 years, and she still doesn't know why I am the way I am. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, It'll always there. be a mystery. All right. Sherry, do you got any shout-outs this week? Yes. This last week. Yes, so that means I get extra, right? Sure. You get a couple extra. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, number one. <gasps> so happy Jimmy was in the booth. I was so glad I got to listen to it because I had no internet. So I had to listen. 100%. Oh, man. But that's fine. Watch the game. That's fine. I couldn't. No internet. Ooh. Anyway, beside the point, happy he's at Sideman. Sideman, they know what they're doing. They use technology that I know how to use, if you believe me, which I doubt you do. But um, I'm very happy to know that he's in remission. That's a great sign. Um, happy birthday. Yesterday was my dad's. 72nd birthday. He survived. Awesome. Heart attack, cancer, a brain bleed, twin girls, and my mother. So, <laughs> I guess we won't ask him what was the most difficult of those. My mother. Anyway, <laughs> come on. Right, you'll speak Bri. for him then. <laughs> I don't know your mother, so I can't well, speak to that. Bri, she's intense. I got people to back me. Ask my sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay who else oh and the little girl i met yesterday at brown's camp okay. it was her birthday too <laughs> sweet all right for me just got a shout out joe thomas for getting in the hall of fame hall of fame parade went on without a hitch hall of fame game was so, so it was all right i mean it was, it was football Sure. I mean, I mean, okay. we got we got to see our rookie quarterback, so it's kind of nice seeing him shine a little bit. That was nice, um, and it was definitely nice to hear Jimmy back in the booth. Yeah. Um, that was nice to hear, and just you know, the wonderful uh, gotta love the guys from what it was it Sunday Night Football or whoever did that, you know, Chris Collinsworth and whoever's with them. Gotta love those guys for really bringing it to the Browns and, you know, making sure that the Browns were just so great in their broadcast as they just pretty much sucked off Aaron Rodgers the entire time. So I'm glad that went on. Um, but, you know, that happens. It's New York. It's the Jets. It's Aaron Rodgers. That's going to happen. Right, Bri? I didn't. Uh, so I went out to um, the Winkle Lizard. We went to the one in Peninsula, actually, um, and I couldn't hear what they were saying. So I guess that was a good thing. That was um, a... right. It was it was slanted so hard towards the Jets, like you went. Buddy. I believe it. I, I believe mean, it. absolutely. Hey, it was so hard to the Jets. You remember that picture I sent you of Pittsburgh fans going to the bathroom? Mm -hmm. It was like that. It was like that all over again. It was just it, or the Schwarber, Schwarber and Joe Buck, just like that all over again. I mean, he couldn't <laughs> even say Chris Collinsworth couldn't even say Stefanski right. I heard that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the greatest Stefanski. Like, what are you, British? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Anyways, the other shout-outs I got is Thursday is a big day for our household. 
my father-in-law turns 85 years old. Oh, way so, to go. Big world to him. Yeah. All right. So big eight five, they're going down to celebrate with him. Uh, Friday night, Bry, we might have to get together for that Browns game. Uh, we'll find, we might have to go to the meeting spot right between us again and hit them up again mm-hmm. for some chicken wings and some uh, burgers again. You know, that was good. That was <laughs> the, really good. The wooden nickel, yeah, just a little step back in there. By the mm-hmm. way, I wanted to let you guys know and everybody that watched, get them. Sorry. Let them know. Let, yeah, you gotta get them all riled up. Let's go. Steelers fan. <laughs> um, gotta let everybody know. And Bry, you have not seen the numbers yet. So far on Twitter alone, we had 108 views for that show for the wooden nickel. We also have about 48 on YouTube, and I believe there's over a hundred again on our Facebook page. So we had a really good coming out party for that. So thank you everybody that tuned in for that. And if you guys want to get watch any of our shows, they're all on YouTube. Go to Legal Ham the Face on YouTube. You can watch any show of ours. Click the live, scroll all the way down, and they're all right there. So are we going to, before the season starts? Are we going to play the schedule game? Now, Eric, we normally play the schedule game, the last preseason game. Brian and I will do our predicts, but Brian and I always have a schedule game throughout the season. And Brian and I always put a, uh, let's see here, we normally put a dinner, a bottle of whiskey, and a little something-something on the side, depending on what it was, right? So we're uh, we're waiting for the payment on last year's one. What do you mean? I thought I bought you pizza. What'd you get me? When'd you get me pizza? I thought we got pizza. I I don't remember eating pizza with you. Well, it looks like I or or a bourbon. I'll take I'll take a bottle of bourbon too. All right, I'll get you a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> That's a little bit easier. I know I know where that will go. Pizza, right? Yep. I know you how can you buy it. And, you can buy it and store it in your house till you see me next time, or in your car <laughs> trunk, something. You don't have to do it spur of the moment, like a pizza. You can give me a frozen pizza. I guess you want to be a dick about it. Yeah, well, I can give you... sit on it first. That's what I was planning to do. Jeez. I don't Here know what go. you're talking about. And I'm going to move Here on. we go. Sitting all on. Right. All right. All right. All right. Here. Jeez. <laughs> going to turn this way for a second. And we're back. All right. We're back here. All right. Brian, you ready to get into our trivia? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I got trivia for you. All right. Hold on. Our trivia is brought to you by City Dogs of Cleveland. Please adopt a City Dog. And we have, again, for our show, Mystic is back up until she gets adopted this week. She is a one-year-old pup, around 40 pounds. Look at that beautiful little face. Is it Chip? Who's, who's mouthing off back here? Is it Chip or is it the other one? One minute. All right, she muted, so one minute. All right, so there is Mystic. Please go adopt her at City Dogs Cleveland. Wow. We have 
the scrolling down here, how to get a hold of them through email, phone, and if you need to set up an appointment to meet, there it is right there at Meet a City Dog. So, Bri, what is your trivia this week, big fella? We have Hall of Fame trivia, and we have it's a two-parter, actually, believe it or not. So there's two, basically two different questions. Um, excuse me. Uh, so Joe Thomas was the 18th Cleveland Brown inducted into the Hall of Fame. So I need you to give me the last Cleveland Brown inducted into the Hall of Fame. There's part one. Part two and I'll try to word this so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Who is the last Cleveland Brown Hall of Famer to play a snap before Joe Thomas? Does that make sense? So who is who's the guy, who is the Hall of Famer um, who most recently played for the Browns other mm-hmm. than Joe Thomas? Okay. So and there's then, two. So there's and who is the last one inducted? And who was the last one to play for the Browns? Okay, Sherry's back without dog. Okay, all right, man, you're getting. I, I think I know one of two, them. Two different people. If I say if a name, if I say a name, will you like tell me which one it is? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I, I got like I got ideas, but I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sobering okay. stuff. Sobering stuff. Of oh, course, boy. we knew. We knew the Browns have been terrible for 20 years, so I guess it's not surprising. Yeah, yeah, I get it. All right, Sherry, before we hit the Cleveland headlines, do you want to get into your training camp before we get into our Cleveland headlines? It's a story. Well, I know it's a story. You go into yeah, let's listen. Uh, I got the popcorn. I got a beer here. We're ready. Let's go. Ready? Okay. <clears throat> Or training camp stories from Sherry. Set the stage. Like it or not. Okay, here it comes. So yesterday, I went with one of my most favorite people on the whole planet. Lena, Lana, depends where you're from. She goes by all on Twitter. And um, she picked me up. We went. We're like, rain, rain. Big deal. But then we saw all the sad little kids, and that was pretty sad seeing... Like, their parents didn't want to sit out there and get wet. So they're, like, taking all these, like, sobbing children back to the cars. I'm like, come on. You got to teach your kids to stick it out a little bit. It's just a little water, you know? Like, I grew up in a very damp environment. (laughs) And my mom said to me, you're not made out of sugar. You're not going to melt. I'm like, yes, mom. (laughs) (laughs) So that's been, you know, my rain motto since. So uh, we stuck it out. Because, you know, we're not made out of sugar. And uh, we had a very good time. We walked around. We saw uh, the puppies that were there to get adopted. And I pet like half of them. And there was, (laughs) well, I'll keep the gross stuff. No, you get a little gross stuff. Okay. So when we walked in to training camp and we turned to go to the place where we wanted to stand first, they had those, um, (laughs) You know those trailers that are porta potties. So it's like extra ew baking in the sun yesterday, and I not yesterday the day whenever they had it last, and it was like the gases and the liquids were getting evapped and exchanged. Uh, so uh, you walk in, uh, <laughs> and the uh, that's the first thing that you see. 
I mean, you see, you smell. <laughs> come back, Fatty, come back, please. Uh, so I, we both had to like power walk away from it in the rain and not like slip and fall and like you know. Uh, so <laughs> we're walking to the place we wanted to hang out. Okay, we saw Watson. We're like, yay! We saw Nick Chubb do something real cool. Did you guys see the clips yesterday? Mm-mm. No. He slid in to make a touchdown because it was damp and he knew he wasn't going to like break everything. So some of his physicality, I was really impressed to be right up close and see that. Um, What else? I saw Ford get hurt. That made me emotional. Didn't like that. I mean, if you would have saw his face, you'd feel the same way. I mean, oh, got the stink guy from Miles Garrett. That's all I wanted, really. Hmm. I posted a video Twitter. What'd you say to him? <laughs> Go see my Twitter, Brad. Oh, uh, I don't have Twitter. What's your problem, Brad? Anyway. <laughs> Take the screenshot. Send it. I mean, wait. Wait. Rewind. Where well, hold, on. What, hold on. What did you say to him? Did you tell him that Mason Rudolph was right? No. Oh, boy. Oh, smarter, boy. Smarter than that. <laughs> Come on. I was just I was curious. What did I you would, say? Like, his head is bigger than the majority of my body. <laughs> so I'm not saying is something. That, is that what you said to him? Is that what picked him off? I did not say yeah. that to him. Oh. Well, you should have seen. Is it, isn't Twitter X now? It, are we calling it X? Whatever. I guess. I Whatever. Guess. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> now, did you get to any ham questions? I didn't. The only person. <laughs> okay. There's more to the story. So it was disgusting outside, as you know, if you're local and you live, you know what yesterday was outside, especially mm-hmm. in Berea. It was a constant downpour. I mean, we didn't care that we got soaked because we were there for one thing and one thing only. To watch the Browns practice. <laughs> right. So we were patient and polite. <laughs> and uh, I was just trying to help some of the little kids calm down because they're all like, we're wet and we have low blood sugar, so we hate life right now. And I'm like, I understand, children. Learn patience. And this one little kid's like, no, I don't like being patient. And his dad gave him a look like, oh, I'm doing a bad job. I'm like, you sure are, sir. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I would never. That's what I was going to say, but uh, yeah. I didn't never. Want to. Why is Ed always trying to distract me all the time? Instigate. Anyway, and distract me. He's like, look at the monkey. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we were waiting. You know, if you're patient and you hang out long enough and you've been to training camp more than once, you know that when it's over, the guys who can and want to will walk around, around you know, and sign stuff. So we got close to the uh, area where they walk in and out. So uh, it was my little, my dad's birthday twin. It was uh, a little girl's birthday and her dad told me. And I'm like, you shouldn't have done that because she's going to get any autograph she wants. So (laughs) guess what happened? You started screaming at everybody, didn't you? Guess whose autograph she got? How many did she get? She only got two? Three. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know the thumb. I, so, what are you, not European? No. So what'd she get? Deshaun Watson. Ooh, wow. wow. 
Okay. And Hopefully, Kevin Stefanski. Hope. She got Stefanski's autograph. Too. And my second favorite Cleveland Brown, Cade York. Oh, okay. oh I don't boy. be mean to him. He's very nice. Oh, I'm not being mean to him. I'm a, I'm a York guy. I got I pictures too, but I don't have enough coordination to send you all stuff in the uh, amount okay. of time that brain works, you know, so whatever. So that I was am. my goal. It wasn't about us. It was about this little girl's birthday. So in honor of her birthday, that was my gift to her and my dad. That being said, uh, she I think she had a good birthday. Like she got, a, I gave her a hug. I'm like, can we hug? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, let's hug. <laughs> cool. So. Very cool. That's nice of you. It was my birthday too. <laughs> it was not. It was close, sort of. Really? No. No. You're what? March, April? I'm April? in March too. I'll hug you in March. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I got a birthday go. coming up. Did, That's mine. Kate, you're signing the autograph straighter. Did it go wide right? There tell, it is. That's the correct. That's the go correct at, question. Go look at my profile. <laughs> and good thing Stefanski. Oh my god, I can't believe. Oh no, Stefanski. he is. Oh my god, hold on. Chip hates everybody right now. Uh oh. You're all right. All right. Well, we're going back to. Are you done with the barking? All right, will you see you at Fat Boy Tuesday? Yes, yes. Okay. I just you have to throw right. food at them when they start parking, just like me. So that's kind of like us. <laughs> right. That's why we all get along so well. Justin wants to know before we get you out of here for uh Justin wants to know what you're gonna get for his birthday. When's his birthday? It doesn't matter. I know what <laughs> Justin wants. Ice cream. Sure. <laughs> Sure, that's what it is. <laughs> Ice cream. And on that note, we're going back to me right now. <laughs> What's going on, big fella? She's oh, you know. She's laughing so hard and snorting. His birthday's on the 28th. <laughs> yep, there's weed. Weed came in on that one. That would probably be yep, a good thing, too. Yep, there, yeah, probably. All right, Brian. Well, let's get into our Cleveland headlines. You ready? Yeah. Sherry is in charge of our comments tonight, so if you guys need to get anything, she is right there. Uh, Fatty Fail, that is not what I want, Justin said. I said, oh boy, I bet you. All right, so your Cleveland headline starting out tonight is Jose Ramirez shocks the world and has a better fight than Jake Paul and Nate Diaz as he knocked out Tim Anderson from the White Sox on Saturday night. Bry, did you see the punch hurt around the diamond? I saw the replay. I didn't see it live, but uh, the next morning, I think it was pretty much the lead on Sports Center, which is, I mean, if you would have told me that the Guardians would be the lead on Sports Center, I would have said they had to do something pretty spectacular and Apparently, it's just one right hook, and uh, I got him, dropped him, and uh, that was the most exciting thing that happened in baseball that night, I guess. Hey, you know what the best thing is? Is the very next day, Tim Anderson had a scheduled day off the next day. 
I call bullshit on that because Jose right. knocked your ass out. And the best part was, did you hear the uh, Tom Hamilton call on everything? Because that was probably the best one. He goes, look at him. They're squaring up. They're to come. Down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. The best he's thing been, ever. He's been waiting a long time to make that call. Good for him. That was oh awesome. My, I mean, it hit him so hard. And then what's really funny was the afterwards, the press conference with Tito. And Tito wanted to be like, <laughs> laugh at it and everything else. He goes, I can't really laugh at it because I got to be a professional up here. But, you know, boys will be boys. Yeah, bullshit. Just laugh at it. Just say Jose got him. Just be done with it. it. I mean, your season's done. You might as well just be done with it and let him just fight every night for all I care. Sure. <laughs> nothing, nothing like going out with some fireworks. <laughs> you know, a I, lot of people had jumped off the bandwagon, so to speak. Uh, yeah, I think, what, Friday night was like $2 beer night or something like that. So you're going to get a bunch of people out for that. But uh, then you just figured it was downhill from there. But, hey, they, they had some spark left in them. And sounded like this was kind of mountain for a while. He, he kind of had it eye on Anderson and didn't like the way he was playing or maybe the way he was talking. And he was just waiting for his opportunity. Well, and then the fact that you kind of stand over top of him as he slid into second base. Hitting him in the head to begin with, and then just stood over top of him like, mm. but hey, I was actually shocked because I I look at Jose Ramirez and I think he is a scrappy, you know. Look, I mean to be honest, he's short guy, thinking he's just scrappy and see what happens. But just to see him just fight off two people and still knock the man out—that's the best part about it. Yeah, you you go back and look at the video. It's I. I don't know if I would recommend that uh, type of fighting style to anybody, but it worked. He he landed it, and because uh, he just kind of he just kind of put his head down, and Anderson's punching down at him, and he's not really looking, and he just kind of goes up, and hey, he connected, and uh, it worked. So far, be it for me to criticize him. Hey, you know what I call that punch? The hidden panda is what we call the peekaboo, bride. <laughs> there they you go. All not... it takes is one. You think they're not looking at you, and here it comes out of nowhere. That's right. All right, we'll get that. Uh, the Indians are five and a half back of the Twins. Brian, pretty much just right. Is them it off five now. and a half now? Oh yeah, my they lost again last night. Uh, they play Toronto again. Uh, well, it's going to happen even more because you got Toronto, Tampa Bay, uh, yeah. Minnesota, uh, back to Tampa Bay, Boston. Like you got, you got some tough games coming up, and. I I kind of thought that the writing was on the wall when they traded everybody, but then as soon as I saw Naylor go on the uh, injured list, I, I kind of just went like this. Season's done. Naylor's done enough that he is hurt, and he's he's probably more than hurt. He's more probably butthurt about the whole thing, especially them getting a prospect first baseman after what sure. he did this year for him and last year for him. So we'll see what happens with that, but right now – Bry, it's football season. This might be the last we talk about the guards. So I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, next on the Cleveland headlines, Joe Thomas is a Hall of Famer. He got inducted by his family uh, right there with him, his bust. Got to do the parade, everything else, gold jacket fitting. A lot of people at the party. Uh, pictures from that party have been going out with Segura and all the guys from Browns Daily, uh, past members of his uh, 
teams. Um, they have one of them on today, 92-3, the fan with John Greco was there. Um, just can't really say enough about a man that endured a lot in his tenure here, and especially to go out the way he did, but he summed it up uh, with his speech of his amazing 10,000 snap mark, knowing that he was there for his brothers every time they needed him to play and for 10,000 straight snaps. So uh, what a great guy. What a great person to go into Hall of Fame. And I put out the Twitter poll question, Bri, of who is next to go into Hall of Fame for your Cleveland Browns. I put question. I put Watson on there. I put Chubb and Garrett. I got a lot of Clay Matthews. Now, sure. I think Clay Matthews should be in the Hall of Fame, um, but there is just something there that they won't let him in the Hall of Fame, and I don't know why. But I just did it off of those four, and right now the Petonio is kind of at the lead, but they say guards don't get in that often. Pretty much Garrett is the next one right behind him. So that looks like, and I, it was just a great question. I thought it was because oh, yeah. Joe oh, yeah. Thomas, we waited how long to get Joe Thomas in, you know, and five years. That was a minimum. Yeah. So, well, and no, I meant not five years, just another Brown in the hall of fame. Oh, right. Right. So Brian, what do you think about the hall of fame, how well it was and how he came off for Cleveland? Yeah, I, if I was going to vote, I would probably vote Chubb on that poll. Um, I think Batonio's the next. I think he eventually becomes a Hall of Famer. But, yeah, like you said, he's a guard. So guards aren't going to be first ballot Hall of Famers unless you're totally dominant. Um, but I think Chubb, you know, he's probably looking at three, four, five years at most in the league left. And then uh, if he keeps this up, I think he's a first ballot guy. Um, but – who knows? Um, you you just hope that uh, that him and Garrett and Batoni all make it in and they all continue to play well over the next few seasons. And if they do that, I think they're surefire guys. Um, as far as Joe Thomas goes, uh, it was it was everything you expected from Joe Thomas. There was no uh, surprises, really. He's a class act. He's a guy that uh, Cleveland can wrap their arms around. He's one of those rare athletes that – even though Cleveland might not be always the best situation, um, he just he said, this is my home, this is my team, this is my family. I want to be with them no matter what. And so, you know, when somebody does that, there's very few over the years that have done it, especially in, uh, in today's day and age with, uh, with the athletes that are jumping from team to team seemingly every single offseason. Um, so you think guys like Jose Ramirez, you think guys like Joe Thomas, Bernie Tozar, let's say Cleveland is my city, Cleveland is my home, these guys are my family, and uh, and I want to be here no matter what, especially during a time when, you know, we went through what we went through with LeBron. And LeBron certainly was all-time great, and but it was more important for him his own legacy and his own stats and playing with his friends and playing in a fun place like Miami or LA. That was what it's, what's important to him for Joe Thomas. What was important to him was being loyal. And that's something that uh, you don't see very often today in the world, let alone professional sports. You know, people aren't as loyal as Joe Thomas is. And so he's everything we could ask for. Um, he was, a guy that a lot of us at the end were like, yeah, go 
go win that Super Bowl. This team is terrible. You know, we just finished the one fifteen season. Uh, go play with Peyton Manning, and he wouldn't do it. And so, I think that has to go down in Cleveland sports lore. And um, you know, just an all-time great, somebody who we'll be talking about for the next 50, 75 years, even though he played offensive line. And, um, yeah, I, a lot of things that people were saying to him and that meant a lot to him were, hey, you know, you're a great player, but we're so proud of the person you are, the player you are, and just uh, how you stick to your roots. And me personally, I think a lot was made of his fishing story at the NFL draft, I think. You know, that was like a draft day story. And it we don't need to be talking about that for years and years and years to come because, you know, it's just a nice story, but we still bring it up today. I think we just we need to appreciate we know what a great dude he is. We know what a great guy he is. We know how loyal he is. I would love to hear from these um, pass rushers, these Hall of Fame guys that are going against him and, you know, tell us what made Joe Thomas so great because – I think he only gave up like 30 sacks in his whole career or something like that. So it's like three a season in the NFL is just unheard of. So, um, yeah, it, it was as a Browns fan, you don't have a whole lot to cheer about. You haven't had a whole lot to cheer about. This was, uh, you know, I don't blame anybody for fully taking in this weekend. Yeah. And the, uh, the one, you know, you talk, you brought up the fishing story with his dad and everything. Did you actually hear him talk about that? Uh, he I've was, heard him talk about it in the past, but what did he say? He was, he was interviewed, and he said that he always went fishing with his father around that time, and they right. already had the boat chartered and everything, and it was part of the NFL draft. And he said, I didn't know when I was going to fish with my dad again because of everything the way it is. You're being swooped out. You're going to mini camps. You're going to training camp. You're doing rookie sure. mini camps. You're doing all this other stuff. You're doing media. He goes, I just wanted that time with my dad, and it was already planned. So it wasn't no big deal to me to go to the NFL draft to be drafted, except that, you know, I planned this with my dad, and I always did it every year with my dad. So it was kind of cool to hear him say that and say it was just something that was planned, and it wasn't, you know, anything, you know, nothing slapped in the face about the NFL draft or anything. He just had a plan with his dad, and, you know, that was the – a deal of it and it just I know it's a folklore because there was like well he didn't show up to the draft and he was you know this number overall pick and blah blah it, you know more people are like some people are staying home now for the draft and um, Miles Garrett uh, uh, Baker Mayfield neither one of them showed up to the draft yeah so it was just it was a nice nice time and nice little backstories from everybody that came out um, please go take a look at his speech again I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube or anything like that and the best part of it was the, uh, did you see his son uh, yelling at the Pittsburgh fans, giving them the thumb down from the car? That was probably the greatest picture I've ever seen. That his, was that was his, the highlight of the weekend, in my opinion. I mean, everything that Joe did was awesome. You know, we love him. But seeing that stuff, I mean, not a father yet, but I can just put myself in his shoes and that would make me so proud. That would make me so happy if I saw my kids talking trash to Steelers fans, especially as a Browns fan, you know, you haven't had a whole lot of success and yeah, that, that was awesome. I love that. All right, Brian, next up we have the game is on the move, big fella. Um, There's been rumblings. There's no more conference 
different divisions, none of that crap anymore for the Big Ten. They added Oregon and Washington along with USC and UCLA. Uh, there's now 18 teams in the Big Ten. They said over 500-plus sports are in the Big Ten right now, Bri. Um, knew this kind of day was coming with the super realignment. Now there's a chance, Bri. Guess what? With everything playing out, High State and Michigan can play three times a year. Sure. How crazy is that? But the move is it will not be after the day after Thanksgiving anymore. As it's been a set in stone for Thanksgiving weekend, it has always been that weekend at High State, Michigan. It's always been the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I guess it's on the move now, big fella. Um, Ohio State, Michigan will be playing, but it will be throughout the year, um, probably beginning of the year, middle of the year, whenever they set it up. But they're going to move it around to where it's not the last of the year anymore. Because at that point in time, Bri, the way things might go, you might get a back-to-back Ohio State, Michigan for the, the game and then the Big Ten championship game. And then you might have it again for the playoff game. So a lot of things have happened. I wanted to get your um, take on what's going on with the game and it moving. And how do you feel about a high state in Michigan possibly playing three times in a year? Uh, typically in sports, more is better. Um but for some reason, this one, it's going to, it's absolutely going to, the game's going to lose its luster. It's just the fact. I mean, and, and I think they had to, they don't have a choice. You had to move the game. You couldn't keep it there. Because let's say both Ohio State and Michigan are 11 and 0 going into the final game of the season. They both have clinched a spot in the Big Ten Championship. How much are you going to play in a game that means, frankly, it means absolutely nothing? And knowing you have to play this exact same team, regardless if you blow them out by 70, you have to play the same team the following week. So that that would just make for some terrible football. Um, so you have to put it in earlier in the year. Um, but I don't know. I'll wait to see. It's, it's going to be a year-by-year basis. And I'm sure me as a Michigan fan last year, if Ohio State still made the Big Ten Championship and then beat Michigan in the Big Ten Championship, I'd have been upset. And I'm sure as Ohio State fans would have been for several years before that when it was one versus two and Michigan-Ohio State had this great game and Ohio State won. And had they come back and had to play Michigan the very next week again and then lost to them, then you're like, oh, that kind of takes away from that first game. So um, it's just the way that the, that the college football is going. Um, and it's all about money and it's, it's going to be good as far as the viewing experience, but games just aren't going to be mean as much. I mean, that's the cold, hard truth about it. The Michigan Ohio state game will never mean more like this is the last year that it's going to mean everything after this 12 teams are going to make it into the playoffs. So, you know, you can lose this game and still make it in the playoffs and still win a national championship. So it's just not going to mean as much. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that one. And it just, Brian, just sucks because, you know, that's the one thing I look forward to, especially with me and you. You know, Thanksgiving weekend, you're with family, you're with friends. That Saturday, 
Saturday at noon. You know, no matter what happened, Saturday at noon, that game was going on. And if that game went on, you know it was going to be a great game. And just and it just the lore of it. I mean, you knew it was circled every year on the calendar. Every year on the calendar at that date. That's the date. We're going to this date right here. Now, I it just sucks because I think it will dampen the rivalry a little bit. But what will pick it back up is finally getting Ohio State and Michigan out of the same damn division, which I didn't think they should have been in to begin with, and then put them at an actual heads in for the Big Ten Championship. And I think that was where the game would actually pick back up, as if it's perennial them going to that game. But bringing in UC, USC, bringing in Oregon, bringing in UCLA, uh, you're bringing in some different time zones and different things. It's going to be a, definitely one hell of a shakeup that the Big Ten just did. So we'll see what happens. Um, well, Brian, we'll get into this more you know, later on down the road when we get a little bit more time. Um, sure. I do want to get into, as a stupid app takeover, I want to get into the Browns news and updates before we get in. Uh, so far, we do have some news and updates. Drew Forbes pulled a hamstring. He is out and injured. Drew Forbes also was carted off as an injury. Alex Wright and Thomas, Isaiah Thomas, both have knee injuries. Both had surgery on those knees. Scoped. Scoped knees. Great thing is, though, is Walker, Taki Taki, and Jakeem Grant back on the practice field. Um, I think with the two defensive ends going down, Bry, get ready to see some people be signed to come in, uh, at least help with training camp until those guys get ready. They say it's going to be a few weeks. Uh, they might miss the first couple weeks of the season, and we will see what goes from that. But, I mean, how do you feel? I'm more concerned about Jerome Ford going down with a hamstring. I don't want that thing to linger on throughout the rest of training camp and throughout the season, because he is supposed to be our, and from what they said, from everybody else is saying, it is Nick Chubb's show. He is playing mm -hmm. three downs, and Jerome Ford is coming in to give him a breather, and that's it. Like, it is going to be finally, we are going to see a full Nick Chubb show, supposedly what they're saying this year. So he's supposed to be that cream hunt for Nick Chubb when needs a breather, everything else. Uh, yep, there it is. As Sherry said, it is going to be a full chub, Bri. Well uh, said, Sherry. And, and you know something? We might as well make the t-shirts now. Hashtag full chub. He's going to be drafted number one overall in every Cleveland fantasy league. That's I know true. he is. And by the way, <laughs> we do have a fantasy update. Stay tuned next week for our fantasy update. Bri, right. you're going to have to email everybody to see if they are in or not. And well, what are we, we doing? Are we giving away spots, or are we just running it back with the same people last Well, year? We, we still have the same people, okay? If they do not want to do it anymore, the great thing is, is I can step out and let somebody take my spot, Bri, and let it go for that. We'll get away a spot into legal hands of the face, all right? Because I don't think Harold's doing it again. I okay. think the other guys are. I got to talk to... Sherry wants to, but I got yeah, to Sherry's talk to um, Lauren, see if she still wants in. So we got to make sure who's in and who's out for this year. 
and we will go from there, Brian. And then, you know, something, if we got to make spots, got to make spots and we'll figure it out. We're going to have to set a deadline is what it's going to be because we don't want to be waiting around till two days before, um, before we're supposed to draft and still waiting on like five people. So, hey, let them know. I'll maybe let them know in an email like you got to sign send, up by this date or at least reach out to us and let you know you're in. I was um, going to say send out an email because you got everybody's email. All right. Yep. And yep. I will send out text also to everybody. And we will give them until, uh, what, next Friday? Next Friday work? Let's see. That would be the 18th, maybe? Is yes. That right? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. give everybody till the 18th to see if they're in or not. And if they are not in, we will get the filled out the next Tuesday on the show. And we'll give away some spots. Sound good? Cool. Yep. I like All it. Right. All right, here we go now with the uh, the Sunday night football non-QB list. Now, Bri, I got to bring this up because I got pissed off as soon as I seen this because there's obviously no offensive line in there at all. And where's this stupid list? But the one thing I have yeah, a huge on. problem with, and I'll, I'll name them off here because I got, okay. it on my, I got it on my phone here. Give me a second. So right out of the gate, you got Travis Kelsey – LT going off in the top bracket. JJ Watt, Derrick Henry in the next bracket. Darrell Revis, Rob Gronkowski in the next bracket. Chad Johnson, Ray Lewis in the final bracket on the AFC side. The NFC side, Larry Fitzgerald and Aaron Donald. Julio Jones, Luke Keekley. Brian Dawkins, Michael Strahan. Adrian Peterson and Calvin Johnson. Now, the one I had the huge, huge problem with, Bry, is Chad fucking Johnson. That guy right down there. I can list yep. probably 30 people that are better than him that should be on this list. What receivers? What receivers do you, would you say should be on there over Chad Johnson? Well, I don't even have to say receiver. I could pick anybody else. It doesn't have to be a receiver, Bry. But okay, you can well, of, give me some names. Well, you got other running backs. You got, I mean, besides Chad Johnson, you got at the point in time, you got Hopkins, who would be there in the left-hand side, right? 21st century. Okay, sure. You, yep. you got D-Hop there. You also got, um, good God, who is a wide receiver? Devontae Adams would be in yep, that side. I thought of him, right? All right. So you got so many people that are better than him. I just don't understand why Chad Johnson of all people. Like I like I as I remember he was okay. He wasn't like like super in a like he's not gonna be a Hall of Famer, right? He might be. He might be. I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, he's not yet, I don't think. Um but yeah, that was that was one of that four names that kind of stuck out to me. Chad Johnson was one of them. I thought I mean, is I'm trying to be unbiased here, um, but uh, so I would I would say Antonio Brown for sure is better than Chad Johnson. I think. Well, here's um, another as one. As much Andre, as I dislike him, Andre Johnson over Chad Johnson. Andre Johnson, sure. There's absolutely. another. One. He had a long career. Like yeah. I just um, if, Marvin Harrison. I mean, there there's a handful of receivers that you can put in there over him. But then, uh, what I don't like to see is like there's no there's not one. Left tackle. There's no offensive lineman. Nope. There's a couple of defensive linemen. Actually, 
one on each, well, yeah, middle linebacker. So JJ Watt and Aaron O'Donnell are the only defensive, well, and Strahan are the only defensive linemen on here. And you've had plenty of defensive linemen that were, I just, I don't get this list. I, I don't know why it was these people that they chose, but more power to them. I, I would change it. Uh, Brian, we'll keep going through this. We'll go through it next week and actually name our winners out of this bracket that work for you. Okay, sure. Stay tuned next week for that because I have a feeling Ray Lewis is already upset Ocho Cinco. Uh, for me and my bracket, uh, we'll get there for that. Uh, they're asking if we're going to do a live draft, Brian. We could do a live draft. I mean, live draft online, yeah. I mean, I don't think we can all get together, can we? Well, we'll see what happens. Why we not? We got big I mean, man. We got big man and juice in Kentucky. Where the hell does uh, Justin live? Kentucky. Justin lives in Kentucky. Okay, so we'll all make a, a road trip to Kentucky then. All right. We'll figure it out. No, he meant like live, like on here kind of live. Like all of us oh. together. Oh, 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 I see. Yeah, I don't – that would be – if you think you're up for uh, for maneuvering all that around, that, that sounds difficult to me. But if you're up for it, I'm down. I'll, I'll be cussing everybody. We'll see the clip. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just throw... saying like, uh, you know, having everybody in there and – Trying to pull up the uh, the draft sheet and everything. That's the great thing is, right? Is I can bring Sherry back in and show you, and we could have the draft sheet like this, right? Draft sheets going. We're all over here cussing at each other for somebody that picks somebody. We got it all day, all day. If all I got to do is show up and make picks, then that sounds pretty easy to me. All right. Well, Sherry is back in with us right now, and you know what's going on with that. We're getting ready to get into Fat Boy Tuesday. As soon as I figure out what the hell I'm doing. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. It is Fat Boy Tuesday. Brian, you okay? Oh, I know where Brian's going. Sorry, we'll bring we'll bring Brian back in when he gets back in camera. Okay. Oh, that was quick. As I'm just clicking everything now. Look at me click everything. I thought you had to go to the bathroom. No, no, no. I was just closing the door. Oh, okay. All right. So, Fat Boy Tuesday this week, we are bringing up grilling and grilling foods. And, Bri, I brought it up to you last week. Did you try it over the weekend? Did you try a grilled watermelon? I I even mentioned as I was grilling. I forget what I was grilling. Oh, just burgers, I think. I even mentioned as I was doing as I was about to. Take the burgers off the grill. Damn it, I forgot to put a watermelon on there. And I was telling everybody that was over about it, and they're not believing me. They said, that doesn't sound very good at all. So I said, yeah, I was told it's really good, but I just didn't do it. Brian, I can say I dropped the ball also. Uh, we're going to have to I do it together. I still have watermelon. You still have watermelon? You're going to have In to do it. In the fruit, it. yeah. We're going to have to videotape it and watch you do it because uh, – yeah, because Casey blew my mind with that one. But I wanted I wanted to ask you guys, uh, is there like a ritual that you guys do for, because Brian, you smoke a lot, so does Sherry. Um, if people don't know, Sherry smokes a lot. Um, but is there like a certain rub that you guys are into or a certain like base or concoction that you guys like to put on? Go ahead, Sherry. Why are you going to me first? 
I'll go. I'll go. I was oh, no. ladies first. That's all. Uh, I'm a firm believer in less is more. And depending on the flavor profile you're going for, <laughs> that's going to dictate what you use, correct? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yes. No. Maybe so. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I just go with what I like. <laughs> There's not a well, lot. I, of... I just didn't know if there was like a rub that you like to use all the time. I or... like to look up uh, Dinosaur Barbecue in Syracuse. They have a lot of good mm -hmm. information. Tommy Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't they a Tommy Boy? I don't remember. I don't. All know. right. Look, somebody let us know. No, that was not. No, no, no. Tommy Boy. They were at a, they were at that restaurant, Dinosaur Barbecue. I'm telling you. No, it was a it was a dinosaur prehistoric park. It wasn't a yes. No, so dinosaur barbecue is like a dive bar in Syracuse, New York, with like the best barbecue you will ever eat. Tommy likey, Tommy want wingy. You don't you remember that? I, re I, I yeah, I thought that was dinosaur barbecue. I don't think that was dinosaur barbecue, but we'll look. Maybe that might have been prehistoric. Now that you mentioned that. Hold on, nope, Brian. No, sorry. Yeah, off the rails. Sorry, Sherry. Go ahead. <laughs> Talking about meat? No, I was asking, like, do you guys have a rub that you guys like to use? Well, because... well you want to know how I rub my meat? <laughs> Are you going to take me off? Oh I mean, God. you're allowed to. Is this a family show? What time is it? It doesn't matter anymore. It's 8 o'clock. Is that great? No. no. Kids are in bed. That means the little kids that I don't, oh, no, it's going to go on the internet and never die. <laughs> Hold on. Let me make a decision. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> I like to rub my meat ahead of time and then let it rest overnight in the fridge because it's nice and relaxed. So you put the rub mm -hmm. on and then let it sit in the fridge overnight? Yeah. Okay. I know how to do it. You don't believe me? That. I'm just asking. I'm just, <laughs> just asking. Do okay. not rip my damn head off. I know how to uh, command meat. Uh, Brian, is there a new seasoning that you like to use a lot? Uh, no, it's well. I guess I'll get to it maybe. Um, but I'm kind of my wife is a big sissy when it comes to heat, so I like a lot of stuff. Not, I don't need the hottest rub or ghost pepper this, um, Carolina Reaper that, but I like something with a little bit of heat. She does not, so I'm kind of regulated to just going with. The molasses rubs, uh, we have like a bacon, um, bourbon, or applewood, or something like that, mesquite barbecue, stuff like that rubs. Um, and I just, sometimes I get too excited to put the rubs on. I want to put like four or five different rubs on, and then it gets too salty. So kind of have to watch that. Um, but one I do like is uh, the Danos. I don't know if you guys have heard of Danos, but... Um, it's like seasonings. It could be used as a rub, but it's low sodium. So you can put it on there. You get a lot of flavor from it, but you don't get the saltiness that all these other rubs kind of have. So um, so I like mixing that with some of the other stuff. And then, yeah, the only other thing I do is I'll, like I cooked ribs. I smoked ribs maybe last weekend. And um, you got to start them the day before and you let them soak in like apple juice or something like that for 24 hours and then start smoking them and spritz them every 45 minutes or so. And yeah, I still haven't perfected it. I'm still working on it because they tell you the three, two, one method is the best. And 
mine's usually done after about four hours it's at temperature so i gotta kind of slow it down and you know really uh really let that thing soak up all the smoke and everything and uh, slow cook that's the way to do it all right like my favorite rub that i use now i got a uh, the mccormick's lime the steak lime i've used that love that little hint of lime especially on like a chicken um I've used that. Um, the other one that I got was, and I'm trying to think of it. It was a garlic. It was almost like a garlic salt, but it wasn't. I'm trying to think. Not it was like a lemon garlic kind of flavor, but man, it turned out great on some pork. I did a pork loin, and man, did that turn out great on a pork loin. But I, I know a lot of people use like mustard as a uh, a base, um, mm-hmm. and. Some people use other things. I think I convinced one of my guys to use uh, Miracle Whip <laughs> as a base. It actually turned out really good. Sure, I bet. Well, you won't stop it just because you don't like mayonnaise. You oh, yeah, can't even right. taste yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't Sherry, either. But Sherry can't even taste right. it afterwards. It's all right. Stop now, is, Sherry, my secrets. What they know you don't <laughs> like mayonnaise. We saw the whole video of you Did eating you? a spoonful of mayonnaise. But yeah. I clear the palate with mustard. I know, as you shotgun <laughs> that stadium mustard down. Still one of the best shows. Love that one. Now, do you guys just smoke, or do you guys, like, Brian, you, you went straight grill, grilling burgers and stuff. Sherry, Grilling. I know yep. that you smoke a lot. Do you do a straight grill, too, and just do, now, is it propane, charcoal? Pellet grill. Don't call me a cheater. Don't call That's me a cheater. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not cheating. It is. It is kind of cheating. I kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. But, but I've gone the same way because yeah. I've done the the charcoal smoker, and you just got to prioritize. You got to prioritize your energy. there next to it. Yeah, I don't want to feel like that. No. Are you stressed? Your whole day. I will. Right. That almost sounds like perfect rep your alley, Bry. No, I mean nobody wants to just sit there and stare. I mean, right? Hold on, now hold on. There's going to be a if lot of beer is, drinking. Hold on. If there is a TV above, <laughs> with Sports Center and the NFL package above it, while you're smoking, you know, sure as shit, you're going to be out there just watching that thing the entire day. Sure, sure, but that's only four or five months out of the year. Um, that really only maybe three, as long as the weather's nice. But um, yeah. So I want pellet grill and. It is. It's definitely cheating, but um, but I'm all right with that. It's just it's too much work to just sit there, and I would always get the temperature too high, or it'd be too low, and then it would spike too high, and I'd have to open up the door, and it's just yeah. I did it long enough. I did it for about two years, and didn't turn out as good. All right, we will get into now. I'm getting text messages from people. Uh oh. No. Okay. I haven't done that. So one of my buddies back home uh, just texted me. He does the super grates with chicken quarters, and he uses uh, hickory wood and just does them over over open fire. He has a huge fire pit, but he has the mm-hmm. grates. You know the grates where they kind of flip and turn, where oh, you yeah. put like 40 of them on there wow. and flip and turn. But he says he does that, but he injects them with apple cider vinegar and apple juice. Yep. Sounds really good. As he's doing it. Really good. If you need syringes to inject your meat, mm-hmm. you know who to come to. See, there we go. Spelling. Right Spelling. 
Spelling Chris, is important. Chris said smoked paprika is a good add. Brown sugar, kosher salt, and garlic powder. Only kosher salt ever. Well, yeah, easy, easy. You were hyped up tonight. Are you a little okay? bit. She missed a yeah, week. She, she did miss a week. You want me to go back in the corner? No, I don't want you to go back in the corner. Jeez, uh, God, no. Because we put you back in the corner. We know what happened. Oh, by the way, another shout out. Uh, Pops, who was <gasps> at our show live. Oh, uh, Pops. Got the greatest news ever. He is cancer free. Oh, now. that's wonderful. I'm so happy. So, awesome. I had to awesome shout news. him out. Uh, we found out last week. He called not all of dad. us up. And so that's amazing. He's not my dad. He's not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the best thing. Oh my God, your dad's here! I'm like, that is not my dad. Whoops! Whoops! Foot and mouth. Thank goodness, yeah, he was cool. He did, he thought it was hilarious. That was awesome. No, that's great yeah. news. All right, let's go into our top three. Justin said nobody put Sherry in the corner. We had to, uh, we had to at the uh, wooden nickel for a little bit, but she understood. She understood afterwards. We had to talk about it. <clears throat> All right. So our top three this week is some of the favorite things that you like to put on the grill. And I will go first with mine and then I'll let the, you know, the two professionals over here, take over or over there, take over. There we go. Um, one of the favorite things I like to do on a grill is chicken quarters only because they are cheap. Uh, you can get a 10 pound bag for five bucks. That gives you about eight chicken quarters. So that's the thigh plus the leg. I always like to doing that. Now with those, I always inject them with garlic expressions. If you've never had garlic expressions, uh, I suggest you go get it. It is a salad dressing. It is very great for marinades. Hmm. But I do that and then I get, and I am going to be cheap with this. I get the open pit barbecue sauce, the cheaper barbecue sauce. And as I get that nice sear on them, and, and I, dude, I think I cook them for like an hour and a half on the grill, like low and slow, and just let them melt. And then I put that open pit barbecue sauce on it and just let it char up after that. And then when they're done, I'll go in and mix that open pit with some other stuff. And then that'd be the sauce we dip in. Uh, another thing I like to do on the grill is corn on the cob. I love doing corn on the cob on the grill. Especially once you're done with the stalks, you get some butter on there, some nice flavor and some seasoning. And the last thing I like to do on the grill, and my wife loves it very, very much, is you got to get the big fat burgers, Bri. And I'm not talking like little guys. I'm talking fatty burgers, like half pound burgers on there that you just throw on and let cook for like 30 minutes. Go ahead, Sherry. You're getting excited. Do you want to go next? Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Please go. You want me to go next? Yeah. Go next. Okay. Okay. Are we so since the the pellet grill is like a Swiss Army knife? My number one favorite is brisket. A gigantic brisket. Okay. A big fat oh. gigantic brisket. Oh. Not it probably should be coated. Anyway, beside the point. Huh. <laughs> anyway, beside the point, because you know who has a good kosher brisket on the east side? Jack Sally. One. Well, that's that's a different story for a different day. Mr. Sure. Brisket. Mr. Brisket. Oh, yeah. Heard about it. 
The hours, not good, but the meat, incredible. Okay, number two. Number two, ribs. I've been exploring with ribs. It's a new meat to me. Now, hold on. Are you doing St. Louis style? Are you doing baby backs? The pork kind. Are you doing St. Louis style or are you doing baby backs? <laughs> Pork kind. Yeah, don't don't ask no questions. I put seasoning on them so they don't taste just like pork all the way. Okay. They're delicious. They're yeah. quite delicious, yes. It's okay to eat pork. I know it's okay to eat pork. I'm teasing you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Was it 222 for like in a million years? Let it smoke and then use a temperature probe for good. For good. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to ask Costco. I got pictures. Are they curved or are they flat? Wait, the bones are like the meat. The bones. The bones are curved. What does that mean? That means they're baby back. Thank you for the clarification, gentlemen. I had no idea. I'm new to, ribs. new to ribs. Okay, all right. So curved bones or baby backs. Flat ones are St. Louis style. St. Louis style's got a little bit. St. Louis style's got a little bit more meat on them, but baby backs are the creme de la creme because they have more flavor and more marbling in them. They sure do. Yeah, okay. Much fat for me. What the St. Louis? No, the baby backs. Yeah, I, I'm a St. Louis guy. All right. Number one, Sherry. Okay, this is a wild card. You would never expect this. Is it watermelon? If you say watermelon. I don't buy produce. All right. I don't waste money on produce. What do you think I am, a chump? Does that mean to grow it? I'm just going to. You just. No, you get to be good or I'm putting you in the corner. Uh. Smoking a turkey was quite delicious. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, okay. Just hear me out. Because I am team. I only eat turkey when it's Thanksgiving because I don't think it's that great. But don't look at me like that, Jared. I mean, fatty. <laughs> I am just, I'm just here. I, I'm just here. How about this? We eat turkey on a sandwich. <laughs> here you go. Yeah, no. When you uh, when you smoke a turkey, it's magic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And know what you're doing. Is that is that your number one though? No. You only eat it once a year. It's always the brisket is number one. Oh, I mean, brisket is number one. I turkey is palatable if it's smoked. I, yeah, you can make a damn good turkey smoking it or frying it. I'm scared to fry. Too dangerous. I came from Florida. Right. I've seen those videos. That's right. You remember where I grew up? I got I got yep. to show her the Thanksgiving I had with the uh, the triple turkey with Chris. We had a rotisserie, we had a deep fried, and then we had a smoked. Who who won? Or were they all the same chef? They were all the same chef. Oh. That was that was my sister bought three medium to bigger sized turkeys, and that's what. And to be honest, rotisserie won. Yeah. It, down Sleep. oh my god it was so good you get but, it's in its own goodness the whole time you know so all right brian your top three things you like to put on the grill well if you know one thing about me you know that i'm a simple man 
And so I'll keep it simple. My number three is hot dogs. There it is. I mean, I mean, flat out, that's the only way to cook them. Uh, I'll eat them other ways, but they're by far the best is uh, on the grill. So give me hot dogs, number three. Number two, give me burgers. And I got threatened this weekend because we just got recently got Blackstone, and I've been telling my wife that I really want to do smash burgers. And so she said, if you say the word smash or burger together, you will get punched in the junk. And so I was taunting her with that all weekend and did not get my smash burgers. We did cook on the Blackstone yesterday, so we're hopefully building up to that. Um, But yeah, burgers and dogs for sure. Um, Should probably be one and two, but my number one is ribs um, just because you can get a little creative with them and you know it's it's can be like a day-long process or a week all weekend long process and uh yeah you can just kind of it's not just as simple as throwing the meat on the grill flipping it a couple times and then taking it are you it sure off, you so. want to be that creative with your ribs oh yeah absolutely yeah you make it fun yeah i mean anybody can just throw ribs and uh crock pot or an oven or on a grill and then uh throw some barbecue sauce on it be done with them but um but yeah you play around with it and you know by by no means necessary have i perfected this craft but um but yeah hopefully one day i don't know what this means right offhand so i'm not going to put it up there but casey said something for bryce junk t's and p's for bryce junk and I don't know. We're going to have to elaborate on that one. <laughs> going to have to elaborate on that one. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what that means. I'm I, 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 I'm lost right now. All right. Well, we're here to do the show. Brian, you want to give me the trivia that you put up? Yes. There? Here we go. So, Joe Thomas. Well, do you want to put up the dog of the week or you just go through with it? No, no. no we're, it was Mystic. Here's Mystic. Mystic. We'll just go through. Mystic, please go adopt this dog right there. Thank you for reminding me, Bri. She is that city She's dog adorable. in Cleveland. She is adorable. She's only a year old. Look at that face. How can you say no to that face? Go she adopt that a good dog. Meal. She, needs, right. she needs a few good meals in her. She needs um, what we do at the house. We go, oops, I dropped it. And then, of course, something happens after that. Can't do that in my house anymore. My dog got colitis and uh pancreatitis like what did you give your dog diarrhea he gave his dog diarrhea is what he did (laughs) we just uh we would give her everything we would spoil her and so the vet said nope not anymore so oh boy sorry sorry little lick a couple bowls yeah she was spoiled um so i'm looking for the last brown other than joe thomas the last brown inducted into the hall of fame and then also the last Brown, other than Joe Thomas, to play for the Browns. Okay, Ozzie Newsom is the last Brown to play for the Browns. He last played in 1990, which is okay. terrible. And the last Brown inducted? Um, is it a coach? Nope. Player, damn. What's his position? Wide receiver or guard. I would accept 
a guard too. Guard or wide receiver? Warfield? Nope. I mean, they're two separate players. So one guy got inducted in 2020. The other guy got inducted 2007. I'll explain um, after. No, not Paul Warfield. I'm drawing a blank on the other one, Bry. Um, so the last one technically inducted was Max Speedy, which we heard a little bit about him in 2020. Um, but he was one of these, um, you know, they don't induct players into the Hall of Fame. Like, they induct the five main guys who deserve it, I guess, yeah. deserve it. But then they have, like, a handful of guys that uh, are, like, the legendary um, inductees. Oh, yeah. And so that that's what Speedy was. Max Speedy okay. played, I don't know, back in the 60s or 50s or something like that. So he was, like, an honorary or legendary choice. But the last, like, true Brown that was inducted was uh, Gene Hickerson back in – 2007, um, he was a guard. He played with Jim Brown and Bobby Mitchell and um, Leroy oh, Kelly, and yeah. So he was he was the Joel Batonio of the uh, of the 50s and 60s. Um, so yeah, but that was back in 2007. Wow, that's crazy. Yep. All right. Uh, Speedy played with Otto Graham. Casey said. There we go. Okay, yeah. So 50s. Wow. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. Uh, please go adopt Mystic. Uh, she definitely needs a good home. Uh, One-year-old, 40 pounds. Go to the City Dogs to Cleveland. I can put the banner up as soon as I find it right there. Right there at the bottom. We want to thank Harold Keel and Lake Erie APA for allowing us to sponsor us to do this show. We have a blast every time we do it. Uh, Bri, thank our troops, first responders, for everything you guys do. Cannot do this show without you. We appreciate everything you guys do, and thank you so much. October 22nd, mark it in the books. It's coming up soon. Colts versus Browns, and you get the ham and a few other people on for a pregame show, plus City Dogs of Cleveland, dying to donate at Melt Bar and Grilled in Independence. And we'll see if we're not out and about here at the end of the month of August. At a nice Italian place in Strongsville. So keep your ears peeled. We have a little teaser with that one. So on that note, Sherry, will you tell the lovely people good night? Good night. Be good. Be kind. Or I'll find you. Right? God bless them. <laughs> yeah. God bless you. God bless America. <laughs> and I am that fat guy. We are legal hands and face. Thank you guys so much for watching. Go like, subscribe, check out all of our videos. We are definitely uncorked, unloaded, and we're out. See you guys next week.